Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business, and as well as being a qualified coach, I'm also bringing you my insights into over 15 years of developing people. These days, you'll find me working with my clients and members every day to help them lead in their life and in business. And if this sounds like something you want to do too, stay tuned or contact me for private coaching or for more detail on my group membership, Thrive Together. You'll find everything you need in the show notes. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Inner Work Conversation. Now, before I even say anything more about this episode, I firstly want to say that this episode might be slightly triggering for anyone who has experienced loss, is going through grief, is going through caring for a parent or just watching someone you love and care about go through something, I suppose. So I'm starting there with respect. It's now, I hand the baton over to you to decide if you want to continue listening to this episode or not. I will say that I'm not going to go into detail in this episode about my journey of losing a parent and stuff like that because I'm fully aware that although I've done my own healing around this, there are people that I love who will be listening to this and may find it upsetting. So I'm going to give you as much context as I can in this episode while still upholding full respect for the people who I love and care about who may not want things like that to be discussed. So with that being said and that out the way, let me give you some context to this episode. Where this episode came from is my sister and I, so I've got two sisters, one's in Australia and you'll be listening, hello, and the other lives on the Wirral in the UK with me. Hello to you too. And yesterday, Um, both of us who live in the UK had the task of clearing out our parents' bungalow because we lost our mum in September 2017 to a very rare disease called amyloidosis and our dad is currently in hospital with advanced dementia. So yesterday my sister and I had the task of clearing through my parents' bungalow and Although I'm not going to go into detail about the situation with my mum and certainly not the situation with my dad because that's current and happening now and I always want to speak from a healed scar and not an open wound so there's going to be limited stuff that I share about that of course and rightly so because I'm protecting my own feelings and my own healing journey but secondly this episode today is about your legacy. So many thoughts have come into my mind since clearing the bungalow yesterday, last night, today, the day after. So many thoughts have come into my head about our legacy that I wanted to share those with you in this episode. And what I will say, just for context, is when mum did pass, it really impacted dad's condition quite significantly. And over the four years since we lost mum, dad's dementia and his condition has got progressively worse to the point now where, yeah, he's in hospital. He isn't in a condition to return home and receive the appropriate care to keep him safe. So because of that, we had the task of clearing the bungalow out. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever had the task of clearing out not only your parents' home, but the place you grew up. So for me, I was the last daughter who grew up there because I'm the baby. Um, And it's a very strange experience because 
you know, the process of going through the stuff in, in, you know, in people's lives, stuff that they chose to keep, stuff that they thought would be valuable maybe at some point. It's a very, it's both a cathartic experience, but it's also a very telling experience about the people who lived there. And of course, the, you know, you laugh and you cry and you experience a whole range of emotions. And like I said over on my Instagram, I believe that the reason that I am okay is because because of the work that I have done on myself and because of the work that I do, as in, in my job, (laughs) I have become very able to hold strong emotions, but also to hold emotions that conflict with each other very significantly, like gratitude and grief, like hope and sadness, like um, joy and heartbreak, all at the same time. And this episode isn't about that. This episode isn't about holding emotions and how you can do that without pushing them down. And I might do another episode on that if it would be useful. I think it would because in life and in business, we experience a full range. We should be experiencing, we're humans. We experience a full range of emotions in life and in business. If we allow ourselves, if we get good at navigating those emotions and navigating those feelings in a way that gives you grace and in a way that allows you to experience them, fully experience them without them playing out in some sort of horrible negative way that impacts your life significantly. I feel like that is such a powerful, powerful thing. But like I say, that's not what this episode is about. So going back to it, What I kept thinking when we were there yesterday was how crazy it is that, yeah, we live our lives forward, but we understand it backward. We live our lives day by day, but when all is said and done, when when literally when the pieces of your life are all that are left, what does that say about you? What does it say about the person that you were? What does it say about the way you went about your business, the way you made decisions? You know, and I could give you so many cute examples of things that we found of my mum's and things that we found of my dad's that just completely and utterly depicted who they were as people. So I am going to give you a few of those examples because I want to, I want to give you that context to set up this episode because in this episode, I want you, I want to give you triggers to think about the way that you're living and the things that you might be holding on to, and the way you're navigating through your life and your business, and the impact that you're going to leave behind, and the legacy that you're going to leave behind. So let me share a few that I just written, I wrote down, um, because they're cute, and they're funny, and I think it would be nice to share them. So my mum was someone who helped other people so very much. She had, is it seven brothers and sisters? And she just would make everyone Sunday dinners in her slow cooker and just go round the Wirral on her bike, taking them to And Therefore, when we opened the cupboards in the kitchen, there was just an abundance of Tupperware, like <laughs> a ridiculous amount of Tupperware, crazy amounts of Tupperware. And I think that if you didn't know that person and if maybe you were clearing out their house, you'd be like, why has this strange person 
got this amount of Tupperware. But knowing the context of that person's life, you realise that that's not just Tupperware, that's kindness and that's um, thoughtfulness and that's just a general loving nature. And I suppose that's what I wanted to get across to you is the things that are left behind when you have gone. And I'm not talking necessarily about you going as in you passing. I'm talking here about when you leave your job and move on to the next, when you finish that project, when you have paid for your McDonald's at the window and you drive away. I'm going to go into all of that in this episode today. But obviously here specifically, I am talking about my mum passing. Um, And just stuff like that. Let me give you an example about my dad. What we found um, were, I, I I think I lost count, but I think nine or ten golf club bags <laughs> a crazy 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 amount of golf club bags that nobody would ever need but what that told us about that person is what was so so important to them and I'm really not messing like dad wouldn't even come to people's birthday parties if it clashed with his golf that guy and his boundaries the things that that man could teach you about <laughs> about upholding boundaries is next level shit but it really got me to thinking when all is said and done what legacy are you leaving behind what lessons are you teaching the people around you and through your actions through your growth through your expansion through your own healing how are you supporting them to become the people that they are going to become And I know how many different kinds of people listen to this podcast. I know that for some of you, you have children. I know for others, you have teams. I know for others, you are flying solo. You have no team, but you've got a massive customer base or you've got a small customer base. By them, I mean all of those people. Your partners, your children, your team, your clients, strangers, everyone. By them... I mean everyone in your life and in your business and everyone that you come across, that stranger that you've passed in the street while you're listening to this episode, the person at the till where you've paid or the checkout if you're in America and you're listening to this and you've just paid for your stuff, all of those people, I want you today to think about the impact that you are having on them because your actions they do, they they impact those around you and not just those that you're close to, but like I said, the person at the till who you're the only one who's made eye contact with them today and called them by their name and asked them how their day was. You are that person who has made their day. The, per- the waiter that has served you and you've commented specifically on something that they did to make your experience that bit better that person. I was speaking to Jimmy um, this morning about this episode. So Jim's my husband. And he said to me that since he, since he can remember meeting me, he said that I go out of my way to speak to people who, when I say don't matter, I don't mean from a levels perspective, like they're below you or anything like that. I mean, they're insignificant to your life as in you probably are never going to meet them again. And what he explained to me is the impact that me saying hello to the stranger who passes me by and saying, isn't it a lovely day or I love your dress or whatever it is, you've got a cute dog, what's its name, is usually <laughs> is usually the thing that I will say. I know everyone's dog's name, don't necessarily know their name. He said that 
he now walks around in the schools that he works in making a concerted effort to say hello to children, to say hello to cleaners, to say hello to receptionists. And what I wanted to know from him is what impact has doing that had on the days that he's having a shit show of a day, the days that he's stressed and his head's clouded because we were talking about it. And he said, you know what? It actually doing it gives you a break from the stress and it also adds perspective to your day. And it's this that I mean by legacy because you will walk away from that school that day and maybe the receptionist that you said hello to, maybe you're the only person that day who has talked to her and not wanted anything from her, you know? And it was really interesting to hear how it's helped him to grow because Every single week inside Thrive Together, I send my members a message on a Friday and I encourage them to express gratitude to three people or three services or whoever. Doesn't even matter, their husband, their wives, whatever. And part of that is because I want them to nurture the relationships that they have, even if that relationship is with a company that they're never going to deal with again. But the second reason is because I know the impact that it has on you. And I know that when you develop the habit, when you practice something, so in this example, the thing that we're practicing is connection. And a client of mine, I'll never forget in his coaching call once, he said to me, Nick, I don't believe in practice makes perfect. I believe that practice makes you better at whatever it is you're practicing. And I really love that. It tied into something that Jimmy and I were talking about this morning. He said, it's about your habits. It's about what you're practicing. And if you're, and you get back what you give. So if you're being an absolute prick in your life and in your business, if you're constantly being a prick, if you're constantly being the person who is demanding, the person who is impatient, the person who is a martyr, the person who is, whatever that is, whatever it is that you're practicing, and best believe you are practicing, and I don't know what it is that you're practicing, but you are, and whatever that is, when you call someone, when your name flashes up on their email, on their text, and they see your name, they're an, they're gonna experience something inside of them, and that's either going to be, oh, look at that, cool, it's Joe Bloggs. I love hearing off Joe Bloggs because insert your legacy or, oh, for fuck's sake, it's Joe Bloggs. And then insert your legacy. Do you see whatever it is that you're practicing in your habits, your behaviours, your beliefs, that becomes your legacy. So this is the reason why sometimes my little boy will come to me and he'll say, I've done this and I know it's wrong and I'm worried that so-and-so is not going to like me anymore or not going to be my friend. So for example, you know, I, I snapped at this person and I'm, I'm worried now that I've upset them that much. They're not going to like me anymore because he's, you know, he's going through that time of his life where that's the kind of thought that you'd have, but I think we can all relate to it. Right. Um, and anyway, what I try and explain to him is sweetheart, People don't take a snapshot. People generally don't take a snapshot of your behavior and go, that's who they are. Not unless, obviously, you're experiencing that person for five seconds, one time, and therefore we're very quick, aren't we, to take a snapshot of who they are. Generally, what we will do is we will think about the person that they are over the years that we have known them 
And typically, we will decide subconsciously if that behavior that they've just demonstrated is in character for them or out of character for them. Now, for my son, he's a lovely, lovely boy. And so when he snaps, when he's not very nice, the people around him, they know that he's not a prick. He's a lovely guy. So therefore, that's an unusual behavior for him to display. And no, it doesn't make it right. And yes, you have to make it right. But that is my point. You are who you display that you are through your actions, through your thoughts, through your beliefs, day by day, not as a single snapshot. And this works both ways round. So I know for me, when I used to be driving along and someone would cut me up, I know younger me would think, wow, what a prick, how inconsiderate, how, and I, I would allow my brain to go on these tangents of um, experiencing that five seconds of that person. And to me, in my mind, that's their legacy. Whoever they were, even though they're a complete stranger, that's their legacy in my mind, right? But I'm sure that if I got to know that person, I would not think that they are a prick. They've probably got so many fantastic, amazing attributes about them. They're probably adding such a significant loveliness to the world in their own special way that that five seconds would be insignificant. And that's the point. So both ways round, what I want you to think about in this episode is how quick are you to judge others? How quick are you to put a label on them as a person because of the behaviours that they display and allow that to be their legacy for you? And how open are you to reserving judgment, finding out more about them and coming at your experience with them with an open heart? And rather than making a quick decision about them, instead getting to know them a little bit more. But what I do want to talk about much, much more, I've gone on a bit of a tangent there. What I want to talk about much, much more in this episode is you. What legacy are you building right now? And no, like I said earlier, I'm not talking about when you die. I'm talking about day by day, the way you go about your business, the way you operate when you have to make a tough decision, the way you operate when you have to tell the other person about that tough decision These are big things that are forming your legacy. Let me give you an example. In episode nine of the Inner Work Conversation, this podcast, I interviewed my ex-employer, Matt, and I want to tell you a little bit more about the reason why we're still so close. And to this day, years later, we, I, I still have regular calls with him. That is partly due to when I decided to leave his business, I went about it in a way that upheld so much respect to him and so much respect to my colleagues and so much respect to the people around me that that was what I received in return. So let me go into the nitty gritty of that. When I decided to leave my job, there are so many ways you can go about, isn't there? Like there's so many ways you can go about it. You You can go about making a difficult decision and communicating that decision in a cowardly way or in a blamey way you know, like cowardly would be, I'm off and I'm deleting you all. I'm never going to see you again. (laughs) A blamey way would be, I'm off and it's all your fault. You fuck this up for me. You weren't this for me. You weren't that for me. And therefore I can't be this. But a dignified way of going about it is by saying, I've realized that I want my life and my business to go in this direction. And I would like to get on a train, come down to London, look you in the eye and explain to you my honesty and my truth and be really fair and say, you know, I'd love to give you as much notice as I possibly can. Can we negotiate on that? 
Can we build something that works both for your business and both for me and what I want to do going forward? And I suppose ultimately how I feel about this is you are the leader in your life and and in business. And so therefore you have to be the one who does the work with you, for you, to make the decisions of what you want your trajectory of your life and your business to be. That's not on anyone else. That's on you. But what you can do in partnership with other people is communicate those desires, communicate those needs, communicate those wants. And you can do so in a way that they might hate the decision you've come to and they might really resent the decision that you've made, but they can still really respect, admire and love you because of the way that you have considered them in the, in the, um, not only the communication of that decision, but also in the way you've gone about it, in the consideration that you had for them in that journey. And I really want you to think about this because every single day in your life, in your business, you are going to be making decisions that affect the people around you. I know that. And I want you to be thinking, how am I doing that? I've got to make tough decisions in my life and in my business. And am I going to be truthful with the people around me? And am I going to have the courage to communicate those tough decisions in a way that demonstrates respect to them, but also respect to me too, you know? And this is not only about tough decisions, this is also about literally the way you just go about yourself. So like I mentioned earlier, when you are paying for your McDonald's and you're going through the drive-through, do you give that person eye contact? Are they a real person to you? Or are they just a fly on the wall, part of this process that you're going through? Because best believe the way that you treat people who don't aren't able to give you something that shit matters. (laughs) It really matters. And not just because it, I'm not coming at this by the way from it makes you a good person or it makes you a bad person. I'm coming at this because people are fucking watching you. You're watching you. I was just about to say maybe your kids are watching you or maybe your team, but no, you are watching you. You are the one who has to live with you, you know? And so my question to you, my first question to you to reflect on is are you navigating your life and your business in a way that you like yourself and if the answer to that is no pause this episode and start listing the reasons why now before you do pause this episode please know that this is not an opportunity to wrap yourself over the head with the with the judgment stick or with the berating stick you know I'm not here asking you to list the things that you don't like about the way that you're going about your life and business and give yourself shit for it or give yourself a hard time for it. That's absolutely not what I'm wanting you to do. But what I am wanting you to do is think about the people you come into contact day in, day out, the people who you lead. And by lead, I mean who see you as a role model, who look to you for direction, who literally take the lead from the way that you behave. That could literally be anyone, right? And that's exactly what I mean when I say the word leader. Who are you? And are you happy with you? And if the answer to that is no, think about what you would like to change. And that is bit by bit. That is small incremental piece by piece. And the reason that I say that is because you are you now because of the things that you have practiced 
over and over and over again that have become subconscious, that have become your identity. And books that spring to mind when I talk about this are The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark... Mark? Um, don't know. I'll link it in the show notes. It's gone. Um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, Carol Dweck's Growth Mindset. No, just mindset, not growth mindset. All of these all of these books, they're all based on the foundation that yes, you can become. You are not who you are and stuck with who you are. You become. And who you become is the person that you are through the things that you have practiced day in, day out. And in the subtle art of not giving a fuck, one of the things that really rings true to me is you can't give a fuck about everything. You, you can't. You've only got a limited amount of fucks to give. Give them to the things that are important to you. So let me give you a real life example of that. I no longer serve everyone on my Instagram, everyone in my podcast. There will be people who go onto my Instagram and think, can't stand her, (laughs) just don't like her. Or I don't resonate with what she talks about. It's just not for me. It's boring. It's this, it's that. That's so okay not because my ego is okay with it, but because I am here to serve the people who come to this podcast week in, week out, go onto my Instagram and go, wow, thank you so much for sharing that with me. It's changed my perspective. The people who I work with and who pay money for me to coach them, they are my audience. That's my audience. And that's not because there's money involved. That's because I give a fuck about the people who want to grow in the ways that I discuss. And if I gave a fuck about everyone liking me and everyone resonating with me, I wouldn't be serving the people who matter as much as I do today, right? So this is the reason why likes on Instagram, I don't give a shit about them anymore. I really don't care about the numbers. And yes, that is liberating, but more so, I do this legacy exercise without even realising it. I, I genuinely do sit there when I goal set and when I when I think high level about who I want to be, not just to other people, who do I want to be in myself? Am I going to get to the end of each day and feel happy with who I was that day? Or am I going to get to the end of that day and feel bitter that I said yes to too many things and didn't say no to the things I should have said no to? Or am I going to feel bitter because I didn't uphold my boundaries, I took on too much, I said yes to too many things, And therefore, if the energy in our interactions isn't clear, it's not clean. I really, really focus on that with my, particularly with my clients, that it is clean energy, that they never have to worry about overstepping a boundary with me because my boundaries I uphold are very, very stable. And do you know what? That can be triggering for people who have not strong boundaries. I accept that. But... I am leading in that way. I am leading knowing that other people will learn from my behavior and other people do learn how to treat you based on how you teach them to treat you. So in your life and business, what legacy are you leaving behind? When you finish for each day, what legacy did you leave? Think about the people in your life and in your business that you interacted with at any level during your day and think about how not only they perceive you, but how do you perceive you in those interactions? 
And then when we zoom out a little bit, think about the project and that you're working on at the moment. How are you dealing with that? Think about the way that you're going about it. Are you holding on to too much? Are you demonstrating to others the respect that you have for them? Are you demonstrating to yourself the respect that you have for you? So if I give you an example of how this has played out for me in my business lately, I have spent over £1,500 this month upgrading the platform that Thrive Together sits on. In fact, it's probably closer to two, to be fair. But anyway, it doesn't even matter. The point that I'm making here is I have done that because A, I want my user experience to be even better And I know that this is going to make it in the next upcoming months. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But B, the way I went about that is by getting help. And I have worked with an incredible lady who, that's her job, right? She helps coaches and business owners who are like me to upgrade their memberships, to upgrade their ways of working And I could have done that by myself, but A, it would have taken me months. B, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. And C, I probably would have made a complete shit show of it. And do you know what? I, that was a lot of money for me to spend, but I am so glad that I did because I have really enjoyed working with her. It has been an absolute pleasure to work with someone who not only can support me in my business, but also to support someone else's business. It's, that has been such a joy and such a pleasure for me. I've gained so much more from doing that than I thought that I would initially. So that's been amazing. But also the outcome has been amazing, as in the experience that she has helped me to give my members is going to be, and currently is, but they don't quite know it yet because some of the changes haven't been released yet, is so much better. And that makes me feel so proud because what I have built is not only something that helps me to make my living and helps me to share the th- the messages and the lessons that are important to me and hold space for people who want to do what we do inside of Thrive Together, but it also, it also helps me to support them better. And that is not something I would have done a year or so ago. I would have clung onto it myself. I would have tried to do it all myself. And by the way, if you want to know the reason, it's twofold. I I genuinely used to think I can do that better. I can do this. I can do this. I can do it by myself. And B, I would have thought that's a lot of money to part with. And I don't know if I can hand on heart say that I would have parted with that money before I'd made the growth of moving into seeing the value, seeing things not just for the cost, but for the value. So for for example, the cost you pay for Thrive Together is considerably more than other memberships, but the value that I know that you get from it will significantly change the way that you are being in your life and in business. I know that, I'm confident in that. And that's the point, (laughs) that's the point. How are you approaching things? This, is a, this isn't necessarily about the decision that you make. This isn't necessarily about the action that you take. It's about the intention behind it, right? So as an example, I might have chosen not to invest and not to make that upgrade. And that might have been okay if the intention behind it and my reasoning behind it wasn't from a scarcity mindset. 
So it's it's not necessarily about the actions you're taking and the decisions you're making. It's about the place that they are coming from. And the place that they are coming from informs those things. And that eventually becomes the legacy that you leave. I hope that in giving the examples that I'm giving in this episode today, and yes, I know I'm bouncing around everywhere with the type of examples that I'm giving, but what I am hoping that you take from this episode I really want you to take away the idea that day by day, action by action, inaction by inaction, everything that you're doing is shaping your legacy. What is that going to be? Inside Thrive Together, every single Monday we come together and I ask a series of questions to my members. Yes, to help them plan their week, but also to help them be intentional with how they show up in their week. And so I ask the question, before we get into anything, I say, I show them the emotions wheel and I say, how do you feel today? And I give them a minute to write that down because what I want them to recognise is how they feel doesn't necessarily mean mean that that needs to turn into who they become that week. So often we head into our weeks unintentionally and instead of I feel anxious, it becomes I am anxious. Instead of I feel excited, it becomes I am excited. And because a lot of us aren't used to holding strong emotions, we can sabotage ourselves in our weeks because we can't hold it. We don't know how to hold that strong emotion. So what I get them to do is ground into how they feel not explore it in a therapeutic way, just ground into that. And then after they've acknowledged that, make a decision of, okay, so that's how you feel right now. But come Friday, when you receive my end of week wrap up email, that's usually a little video, how do you want to feel then? When you reflect on Friday, which is something I encourage my members to do, how do you want to feel on Friday? And how can you go about your week intentionally that means that by Friday, you'll probably feel the way you wanted to. Because every minute of every day and every hour and every every single day, it's all leading into the legacy that you're leaving behind. And what I do know to be true is when I was at my mum's funeral, the legacy that she left behind was phenomenal. That woman had genuinely touched the hearts of so many lives that it was quite inspirational to get messages off people and listen to their stories about her literally over the years now since she's been gone. And I want that for you. I want you to live a life that you get to the end of and you're like, I'm fucking proud of that. I'm really proud. I am the person that I wanted to be. That's what I want for you. I want you to live your life in a way that you are proud of. And that doesn't mean getting to the end of it because you're not going to be there at the end of it. (laughs) You already know that. It means going to bed every single night and being like, I'm so happy with who I was today. Even if the person that you were that day wasn't necessarily the best version of you, but just being content with the fact that you are in that growth mindset and you are being intentional with your choices and you are not berating yourself at the end of each day, but instead you are choosing to acknowledge how you showed up and learning from that and becoming even more intentional the next day. You know, when you get to the end of that project, are you happy with how you handled it? Or were you an absolute pain in the arse that people don't want to work with again? And are you happy with you? That's the most important thing that I want you to take from this. 
the life that you're living and the way you're conducting yourself in your life and in business, are you happy with that? And if not, I invite you in this episode to really reflect on the changes that you would like to make, the small incremental changes that you would like to make. Where would you like to become more intentional? Who would you like to make more of an effort with? How would you like to feel? What would you like to feel more of? And how can you achieve that? And slowly but surely, the more you spend time defining what you do want and the legacy that you do want to leave behind, that is what your life will become and that is who you will become. So I'm going to wrap up the, I think that's a really nice place to wrap up the episode. I'm going to wrap up the episode there. It is currently 12.35 on a Sunday. It's my mother-in-law's birthday. I have a roast in the oven. I have two dogs that need to be walked and I have a wonderful family that I want to go and enjoy. So with that, have an intentional day. I am so grateful for you being here with me in this episode today and in all episodes. And please never forget, I am always cheering you on. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.